on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. to think about it it is right here it is right now so strange said you know how you doing today brandon stokely i'm doing great a little cold a little, little cold cold it is cold how you doing i'm doing fantastic now that i have this warm coffee to warm my innards yes you're, you're welcome you're um your uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, your uh, oh. Oh, your generosity yeah. knows no bounds. That's right. That's right. Um, Thank you, you know, yesterday, much. yesterday I was I was a little bit of a jerk to you, and I asked who wanted coffee because I didn't predict the winner of the three point contest. Well, but you called your shot. Yeah, you well, called your shot. So you're like you're yeah. hyping it up. I it's wasn't just, hyping anything up. Well, you said here's your birthday gift oh. to Drew. So oh, you were hyping it up. Text, uh, that's fun. Yes. That's funny, funny, ha ha. No, it was, it was it's not was, funny, ha ha. It was funny. I was like, Drew, I got okay. This is like he's got. I got a birthday present for you. Dot dot dot. Kevin Herter plus This is his boy. And so anyway, I I asked who wanted coffees yesterday, and I said everyone except for Zach. Yes. Because Zach gave us a big loser, and so I I. I, I followed through with it. You didn't get a coffee yesterday. You didn't deserve one. But didn't today I felt a little bit bad. And so oh, I wanted to bring you a coffee today. Start the day off heart. on the on, yes, that's a tender yeah, heart, I know. It's, and it's love. there. It's there. <laughs> and start the day off on the right note. Looking forward to a good show. It was great meeting your sister in law and oh, they, her husband thank you for giving and, them some and time, her, man. Um, and their son yeah. yesterday. Uh, really great family. So that was that was cool. Um, caught me off guard with the vegetarian stuff because I was asking about your ribs. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't touch that. But our kid. Yes. partaked in it, and he hyped it up. It's so. funny, like, they cook meat for their kids. They just don't eat it for they don't themselves. Do it. But, they don't do it. But, uh, but really whatever. cool, cool family. Uh, yeah, they're great. So that was, that was great to meet them. Your favorite sister-in-law. Yes. And that's not your brother-in-law, though, right? I really hope my brother Jason is a listener. You keep on painting oh. me into this corner. Oh, yeah. Because I made a mistake and forgot that I had more than one yes, sister-in-law. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You really uh, did. I wasn't making that up no, yesterday. You no, really did. screwing around. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Anyway, uh, looking forward to it, man. Yeah, what's, man, we got a great show planned. We're still waiting for a de- defensive coordinator to be named. Next 48 hours. We'll, Next 48 hours. We'll, we'll, we'll that's safe. Yeah, we'll have it We'll have it locked in. Sean will get it locked in. We're all good. I think we get some sort of update while we're on the air today. <laughs> I think we get some sort of update while we're on the air today. No, no, no joke. Oh uh, yeah, no joke. You know, yeah, th- you there's do. there's rumors of a mystery candidate that we're gonna kind of go through um, here in a little bit. Uh, this hour, uh, Vance Joseph is interviewing, I believe today via Zoom with Eagles general manager. Uh, that's Howie Roseman, right? Uh, Eagles owner, I believe that's Jeffrey Laurie. I think they have that name right. I think. Yeah, Bo- yeah. He's yeah, interviewing yeah. both with both of those guys today uh, via Zoom. How can you hire someone by Zoom? Like how? Uh, how? Has he interviewed in person at all with them? I, no, right? I th- he he interviewed by Zoom yesterday too, right? Wasn't right, it by Zoom? I, I know he interviewed with Nick Sirianni yesterday, right. but I thought that was by Zoom too. Yes, I think so. I think they're both by Zoom, is what I remember seeing. I don't 
Like, how can you hire your defensive coordinator by just zooming it? I, I don't mean, know. come on, man. You got to do that. And I got to sit down and look in your right, eyes, look right. in your soul. Right. Right. And see if Vance's hand is trembling. Right. I can't see all that stuff if it's on Zoom. I just can't take it seriously if I'm a you know Eagles fan or, or or just from the outside looking in that you know he's a serious candidate there. If you're doing it over Zoom, and I could be wrong, but I'm not hiring anybody over Zoom. That's an important position. It's not massively it's important. It's not, hey, you're coaching the defensive line. Right. You know, go get Wolfie out there to get a sack. And I mean, like, okay. Right. I mean, this is your defensive coordinator position. It's an important uh, hire, and you're going to do it over Zoom? Come on. That's it's unusual. And can Philly really hire Vance Joseph? Like, how would that go over in Philly? You just went to the Super Bowl. Your defense was awesome until the Super Bowl, and you just decided to just, like, not rush get the quarterback. Vance, get, I mean, get, uh, get Vic, Vic, Vic to uh, be their consultant. Goodness. Um, but can, like that, that, that like that if, didn't age if, well. if I'm like pulling up like WIP in Philly, which is like the massive sports talk radio WIP station. WIP in Cincinnati. WIP in Philly. Oh, okay. Uh, if, if I'm pulling up like Philadelphia sports talk radio. You don't know they, what that's from? No. It's not WIP. What is it? WIP in Cincinnati. WKRP in Cincinnati. What show is that, Drew? It's WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, you know that show, show that yeah. song? Yeah, from the 70s. The, do you know the show, yeah. though? I know exactly what show you're talking about. That's the name of the show, WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, okay, that's yeah. that's the name of the show. Yeah. There we go. I remember that yeah, song. You're on it. I just remember that song. Yeah, an American okay. Uh, sitcom. Okay. Looks yeah. like uh, starring Gary Saint. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, I don't know how I remember that names. song, but go ahead. Sorry. Um... Yeah, so, no, but if I'm listening to, like, WIP in Philly, like, and, and you just went to the Super Bowl and you hired Vance Joseph, and we're hyper-aware who Vance is, right? He was the coach here. But if they're like, okay, like, let's 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 look at, like, what's who's Vance Joseph? Right. Like, let's have this segment. Okay, uh, in 2000, da-da-da-da, he was a D-backs coach. Oh, he's because Broncos coach or, or defense coordinator from Miami. Oh, that didn't go well. He gets hired as Broncos coach. Oh, my gosh, that didn't go well. Really? He gets hired in Arizona. Goodness gracious, 31st scoring defense in the league. That didn't go well. Um... Let's go back to the Super Bowl advance. Like, how is that going to go yeah. over? I just don't, I don't know. Not but, good. But I don't know if beggars can be choosers right now in this stage of the coaching cycle and coaching hire. Okay, well, here, here's the question for you then if you're the Eagles. Would you rather Vance Joseph, who, you know, has experience, because you're saying beggars can't be choosers here, and has experience that's not really been good experience, though, right? Right, right. Um, he's been a head coach. Or would you rather go with an unknown Unknown. Yeah, exactly. Unknown. So that's like, I mean, that's where I'm at. I'd rather try to go for the guy that's the hot candidate or, or you know, a, a up-and-coming type of guy than, than go with a guy that's been there, done that, but it just hasn't been good, especially on a team like the Eagles. And and, and with Vance, um, and look, I don't want I'm gonna, like, drag Vance around, but, like, mm, at, the sa- at the same time, like, when you are the head of three different stops – like you can't just explain it away, you know right. what I'm saying? Like you could, if it was just about Denver, be like, man, maybe he wasn't empowered, and you know they still had visions of the Super Bowl, you know, dancing in their head, but they really wouldn't, you know, accept the rebuild. And he, you know, da da da. da you can kind of explain away with context, but you know, when 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 it doesn't work in Miami, it doesn't work in Denver, it doesn't work uh, in Arizona. I question why, why is he still getting interviews? Why is he still a top candidate for the Eagles, who were just in the Super Bowl, and the Broncos under Sean Payton? 
I mean, there's got to be something about Vance that. Well, I mean, there's a couple different reasons, uh, obviously. Um, and and one like when you when you've done it at that high of a level and you've been a head coach, you have good connections, and um, that's that's you know that's one of the one of the reasons there. Uh, certainly, you um, in, in in this situation, and so you see these guys get you know all over the place, and they might not be successful there, and they go there, but now you're looking at three different spots yeah. and it hasn't worked out, that's that's not good. I don't know how you sell that in Philly. And you can't sell that here if you're Sean Payton. You really you, can't. You just can't. Maybe more so than in Philly. Because Philly he is more of an unknown. Right. I mean they'll figure it out with you know historical, you know, context of looking at his resume, but um we we know all too well. But maybe he gets hired. We don't know. Maybe he gets hired. Maybe it's Rex. I do I do agree with DMAC um as much as I disagree with uh, a lot of what he says um, around this coaching, you know, search. I do agree with them that if you wanted to hire Rex Ryan, you just hire Rex Ryan. Like, I'm confused. Well, of course. What do you mean? Like, if you want to hire him, you hire him. Well, yeah. If you want to hire him, you hire him. I mean, no one else wants to hire him. I but mean, it, like, I'm confused by what you're saying. Yeah, there. so if, To me, that's obvious. Sure. But, uh, I'll, I'll explain it a little okay. further. Like, if Rex blew you away, if Rex was your guy, you just hire Rex. He already did the interview. His his career is right there for you. You've had six years to think about it. Like, if you really want it, if that was truly the guy for you, it feels like you would just hire him. We don't even know who a next candidate could be. You've already interviewed. Gotcha. And it's just like So you're saying, like, they haven't hired him yet. Why not? Well, yeah, why like, not? If you really loved him and he did a great job, then this thing would be done already. It'd, it'd be done. Yeah, of course. So yeah. it's like, are they so looking, I understand it. Are they you, looking you did, for you something? You didn't phrase that well the first time. My bad. Uh, it's okay. We accept your apology. I, maybe they're looking for something that they currently just don't have in hand. Yeah, it's uh, it makes that mystery candidate person like, oh, well, who's that? Right. Because like, if if you if you loved Rex's interview, I mean, this is when did he get interviewed? I mean, this is like three four days ago. We saw, we saw the pictures of him lounging around the hotel lobby in all blue, looking like Zach By. Like, was that his Bill stuff? Did he have his Bill stuff on? Maybe. Huh? Maybe. I don't know. Looking like you walking here during football season with those bright blue pants and a red, red shirt. I, I bought a pair of red pants over the weekend. Oh, I'll be gosh. debuting sometime oh, soon at the Nike outlet store. Oh, no, you didn't. I did. Oh, My no. family wanted to go in there. I'm like, I'm, oh, honestly, I'm like, hey, gosh. guys, just a heads up, this store sucks. Like, it's awful. Oh. Like, it, it, this, this oh. store's awful. And there oh, I am, like, in in, li- in, line, in line, in line, in line, buying a pair of full, pants. I'm like, full, my arms full of stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, we'll get to the mystery candidate stuff here shortly. But last week, there was a report that the Broncos were trying to shop Jerry Judy up until the trade deadline. Are they now trying to shop another wide receiver? Hang tight. It's next. It's Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. Got kind of tired of packing and unpacking. Town to town, up and down the dial. WKRP in Cincinnati. Once in a while. Bearcat. I love it. And this just randomly came up because I yeah. mentioned, like, hey, if you're doing sports talk in, in Philly at WIP, you're like, WKRP in Cincinnati? No, nope, but that was a American sitcom. Yeah. 
in uh, the late 1970s, lasting through uh, the early 1980s. So there you go. I just remember that song for some reason. Gary Sandy, starring Gary Sandy, Gordon Jump. Yeah. Lonnie Anderson, Richard Sanders. Lonnie Anderson? No, that name. Is that, that okay? Yeah. Uh, she played, uh, oh, yeah, well, well, yeah, here you go. Won a couple Golden Gloves. Yeah. Good for her. Okay. Um, last week there was a report that the Broncos were trying to shop Jerry Judy up until the trade deadline. Apparently, according to this report, and I believe it was Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated who had it, that the Broncos just didn't get uh, anything. Uh, well, they didn't, they didn't um, have a team to meet their asking price. Pretty simple. Tried to shop them, couldn't move them. What the asking price was, we discussed that yesterday. Was it a first-round pick? No, it couldn't have been. Was it a second-round pick? Was it a third and fourth? We don't know. We don't yeah. know. Just um, wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. Whatever they're looking for, they didn't yeah. get it. But the ringers, Lindsey Jones, I didn't realize Lindsey Jones. This isn't surprising, it. right? I mean, Jerry wasn't, he hasn't been consistent. He wasn't all that consistent last year until probably after the trade deadline. So Correct. them not getting anything of 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 high value for him at the trade deadline, I mean that's and and it may should have been expected. It may work out the fact that they didn't get what they were looking for, the best thing for the Broncos. Absolutely. Because he played, to your point, his best football after that period. And um hopefully his best football's still ahead of him because he still hasn't reached the level of expectation we had as the highest drafted wide receiver in the history of the Denver Broncos organization. But we have another report here. It's Lindsay Jones, formerly of The Athletic, made the jump over to The Ringer. She recently appeared on The Athletic Football Podcast, revealing that the Broncos might be shopping one of their current wide receivers. Not Jerry Judy. Well, that's interesting. I can't wait for this name. Jones reports that Denver might actually be shopping Cortland Sutton instead. Okay, she said, quote, there have been some buzz around Denver lately. Have some larger contracts uh, while, while going out, uh, uh, going on to state that the Broncos, quote, have some larger contracts and are trying to figure out what actually is going to work with whatever the Russell Wilson offense is going to look like. She said Sutton's a guy whose name has been buzzing around a little bit as maybe a guy that could get moved, end quote. We've talked about Cortland Sutton in the past, potential trade candidate. But we've ultimately landed on that it just doesn't make sense for a couple of reasons, and those are what? Well, I think uh, you're not going to get a lot in return for Cortland Sutton. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's a, any kind of value really there for Cortland, right? I think your best bet is to keep that type of player and hope that he has a a really good year. And you look at his contract, and, and this year he's making fourteen million dollar base salary. Uh, so if you're looking to get out of that money spending, uh, that $14 million, then, okay, you could take a below-average deal for a guy like Cortland so you don't have to pay him the $14 million. You're still going to get hit with a cap charge here, you know? And and so I just think it won't make sense with the cap hit, which I don't know what exactly it would be if you traded him, you know, if it's a $25 million dead cap right away or if that's you could post June 1st it and, and spread it out over two years. It gets a little confusing. When you trade a guy, uh, I don't know exactly how that 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 works. Um, but you are paying him fourteen million bucks this year. The, the the time to get out from Jerry's contract would be after this year. Uh, Sutton's contract. 
Yes, Sutton's contract. Excuse me. Yep. Thank you for that. Um, where your dead cap is only $7 million bucks, So that would be the time to get away from it. I think right now what you want to do if you're Denver is you keep all your guys. I mean, you just paid Jer- you just paid Sutton. You just paid Tim Patrick. Hopefully Tim Patrick can get back healthy. Jerry had his most consistent best year of his career. And then you just say, let's go. You know, with Sean Payton's offense, let's see what all this looks like. It's like the Nuggets. You've waited for all of this, and then all of a sudden you're going to deal one of these guys. Like you waited for all four or five guys to get healthy, and they're finally healthy and playing, and and now you're going to break it up with a trade before this year's trade deadline or whatever the case may be. It's a pretty so, good analogy. Thank you. I saw that twinkle in your eye. I knew it was good. good. It felt good. good. When I see that twinkle, I'm like, I deliver. It's good. Press Zach. Uh, so, I, I, I why now? And right. you're not, because you're not going to like, you're not getting a first rounder. You're not getting a second rounder. Nope. You, you know what are you getting? It's not even worth it. Um, so to me, that's that's kind of silly, and and um, I don't think it's going to happen. And and let's take let's take a look at this group with Sean Payton. I want I want I want Cortland Sutton to get back to Cortland Sutton, of, you know, three four years ago when we first saw him those first couple of years before he tore his ACL and. Hopefully he can have that type of impact um, in a Sean Payton type of offense. You want to know what's interesting about what you just said? A couple different things. But one, did you realize statistically Cortland Sutton had the second best year of his career this year? Doesn't feel like that, no. does it? Eight, but, 829 yards, just two touchdowns. But, I mean... So that's not good. That's not good. But it was just two touchdowns a year before. It was 776 yards. So he had more yards and the same amount of touchdowns. The one year, the 2019 season, was really um, so appetizing on what the main course could look like because he was over 1,100 yards and six touchdowns with three different quarterbacks. He was quarterback proof. And now it's like, are we, are we, are we going to get that guy? Are, are, can we get 90% of who that guy was in 2019? We were hoping this was the year. Because he was, you know, had a year under his belt after coming back from the injury, which was 2021. He ripped his knee up in 2020. He comes back in 2021. But it's like, okay, all that's behind him now. This is the year we're going to see that explosive former self, and we just never saw it. No, we never did. And, you, you know, you're talking about his years, and you look, well, okay, first year he was a rookie, and, um, okay, uh, whatever. He had 700 yards, so it was a nice rookie season. Yeah, really then he had that season. great year, yep. like you're talking about. The following year he was hurt. Right, and then he, uh, the year after being hurt, he just wasn't himself. Still play, I mean, he played in seventeen games, right, and, and had seven hundred and seventy-six yards in two thousand twenty-one. Um, and then this past year, he played in fifteen games, had eight hundred and twenty-nine yards. It's like, yeah, it's his second most, but like we given on slices here. I mean, eight hundred and twenty-nine yards when you played in fifteen games as like a quote-unquote number one wide receiver. That's that's just not cutting it. That, I mean, that's just it wasn't good enough, and only two touchdowns. Now, if you had eight, nine, ten touchdowns, right, like, okay, right, but only two touchdowns on top of that, and then you zoom out, and you're talking about four touchdowns in the last three years. Yeah, it's got to be better, and and hopefully it will be. But you're right, Zach. You know, we were hoping it was a year after the surgery, right? Right after that year of okay, that was his year to get his legs under him and get going. Guess what? He shed the knee brace. That's right. Remember? Oh, no, uh, yeah. Like, it's like we knee saw brace him. watch. Saw him at Russell's deal. It's like, no knee brace. This is great. This is great news. And um, it just it just wasn't, it still wasn't quite the same. And I maybe it won't ever be the same with Cortland Sutton because the guy that we saw in 2018-19 training camp and during the season, um, 
was was impressive, and he was that 50-50 ball guy. And That's the thing. That was like the number one attribute almost of his game. We, we used to call it like rebounding the basketball, and we, we talked about he played basketball for one year at SMU for Hall of Famer Larry Brown, and he would just, box, he would just box cats out. He doesn't really go up for the 50-50 ball anymore. Or not go up, he doesn't come down with it. And if I asked you, what makes Cortland Sutton different at the wide receiver position? I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, Not really a speed guy, not a great separator, not really the mossing 50-50 ball guy. He's like kind of like a possession receiver. Yep. So, okay. Maybe um, this will be the year to get back to the Cortland of those first two years. That'd though. be great. Still holding out hope of that. And if, you, and if it doesn't come to fruition, it's after this season, you'll move on. And there'll It'll be big changes coming next year with the Broncos, yep. uh, probably, yep. if things exactly. don't work out. So. Okay, we're off and rolling here uh, on a Wednesday. It's hump day already, and things are about to get real around here in the pressure department. Hang tight. It's next. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. about to get real around here in the pressure department. Oh, okay. I think you. I know where you're going with here. Man. Our basketball team? No question about it. Yeah. It's here. It is here. It is right now. Tomorrow. They, it, they kick it back tomorrow. Yep. So tomorrow night in Cleveland. It's going to be a busy month. Of Nuggets basketball, fourteen uh, or excuse me, uh, do, 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 fourteen games in. Is it how many days we had? It's it's wrong here in our notes. I must have miswrote it down. But they're they're packing like seventeen games uh, in the next month. I believe is what it is. Multiple back to backs. We'll talk about Jamal Murray here in a second, dude. Whatever book you're looking at, Jokic for MVP. He's in the threes. The book that I look at, my Superbook app this morning, minus 350. Meaning if you want to make 100 bucks on Jokic to win the MVP, you got to fork over $350 to make 100 bucks if he goes on to win it. If that doesn't sound like a great deal to you, it's yeah. not. Huh. Not anymore. It's unbettable, really. Yeah, for it's me, really, too. It's yeah. unbettable at that number. I was, I was actually looking last night over, um, and you could find like minus 250-ish on up, right? But it's it's unbettable at that at that point, really. Uh, you don't want to bet two hundred and fifty bucks to win a hundred. Just at that point, you just say whatever, go for it. Um, it's too late. Yep. I missed the train. You missed the boat. It's gone. It left the. You know, you should have listened to Zach uh, two months ago, right? And I did a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and it, it took me a little while. Yep. But uh, but a couple years in a row. Yeah, S- same right. thing happened a couple years in a row. Exactly. <laughs> well, I didn't believe it. Yep. I, I I said it. Look, I'll raise my. I said it. Yep. Hey, there's no chance he goes back-to-back. Back. None. None. Right? They're not going to give it to Jokic back-to-back years. There's no chance. I got to the party really late. This year, same thing. Like, no chance on God's green earth. It's a three-peat. And, uh, look, I've taken two L's in a row, but I've made, I, I, I made up for it. Yep. I put in extra action. Yep. And I hadn't waited too, too long, but I was a little bit, a little bit late to the party, and you were all over it. Uh, but this is... This is the time. I mean, you can't bet it now, though. No, no, you can't. Um, CBS Sports came out. uh, They did a a, a top 50 players at the beginning of the season, and then they check in 
with 23 games left at the All-Star break. Jokic was like fourth at the start of the year despite being MVP. He's number one now. He's number one. So he's the odds-on favorite to win the MVP. You got national outlets saying that he's the, uh, the, the best player in the world. The Nuggets have the fourth best title odds after only the Celtics, the Suns, and the Bucks. God, I feel like a Bucks flyer might be in my future in the next 24 hours at, at, at five or six to one because they're getting healthy and there's Giannis is freaking not playing around. Um, well, he's dealing with a wrist right now. Like he'll that, be all that right. whole he'll thing, be all right. yeah, yeah, baby wrist, yeah, uh, baby wrist, like your baby Hammy. But mm-hmm. baby Hammy is Hammy's doing great. For a couple of years, Hammy's doing great. Um, but you don't do anything. What, what do you mean I don't do anything? What like, like that's not true. Like you don't stress it at all. You're not running or anything, are you? Dude, I've been what running. You, I was, I was, I was. Have you been running lately? Yeah, down in the down at the fitness center. You see me going down there? Yeah, but I don't know if you get on the treadmill. That's the only thing I do. That's running. Yeah, I get. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't I get, I do believe that you're doing any running. I what's, do your, the what's your MPHs? And the bike. What, what do you do? I'm not, I'm not trying to. I'm not racing for speed. It's, it, it, it's <laughs> this is this is a race of one. Is here. it a walk? No, it's it's well, it's, it's alternating. It's I'd like alternating. to get a video of that jog and see what that thing looks like. <laughs> my I goal want to see that thing. My goal is I, I get want in to there. see it. I don't worry about Isn't the MPHs. That's what you got to do. You got to go video Zach in the, uh, on the treadmill. I walk slash jog, burn like 150 to 200 calories, go do some stretching, do, go do some light, uh, uh, you know, uh, free weight stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chess game is coming back. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Coming back. <laughs> coming back. Like, it, like you're saying like it was there before. <laughs> you you should have seen it. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. Um, no, but but look, this. Uh, I, I think you you, you said it um, nicely, and I've been concerned about this for weeks now. Right, the Jamal Murray situation, yep. and until like I see him on the court, I don't care what people tell me. I don't care, you know. I was like, what's his other knee? And and Michael Malone said, oh, you know, it's just mental. He's just got to get over it. Everything's cool and a little swelling, but. It'll be good. You know, he's had a long time off for the All-Star break. There's just a big concern there. Huge, actually huge concern because this is one of the things that could throw this thing, you know, like all all of a sudden everything is in in cruise control and then it's not. Right. Right. Your engine just fell out. Right. And so, and he was playing so well. So that's still a big concern. And even if he comes back, Zach, it's still going to be a huge concern sure. for me because, sure. like, why is there swelling in his in his knee? Why is he having to get over that mental hurdle of the knee, the other knee, not the surgically repaired knee? Like, why? That, that, that shouldn't be that big of a deal. And if he comes back, it's going to take a while for me to get that out of my head because that's a huge, huge deal. And I am not going to sit here and give you a pushback on that. Just not. We, we've gone through two seasons without him. And the Nuggets have gotten swept and gentlemen swept, I believe, right? And I think they got swept by the Suns and then uh, uh, lost in five, I think, to the Mavs or whatever it was. So, like, you are not going to, without Jamal Murray, and we've talked about this, you're not winning a championship without Jamal Murray. You're not. You're already kind of, like, if the Nuggets went on to win the championship, who they are profiled as a team, you're already kind of, to a small degree, Slash medium degree, you're kind of bucking a trend of what a championship team looks like anyway. Without a secondary all-star, typically there's a secondary Hall of Famer yeah, on I mean, most but, teams. Yeah, but there could have been a second. Like, Jamal Murray was playing like an all-star, right, uh, towards, yes, towards the end of the break. Yes, so, like, he was. You, I mean, Aaron Gordon's been playing great. Um, uh, Michael Porter Jr., you know, he was hurt. And so, it, it that I, I want to... Tip- Just bring that up also, Typically, right? Typically, the second-best player on these title teams is a bona fide freaking dude, and everyone agrees. 
So, and Jamal never broke through that consistency realm where on any given night, of course, he plays right. like an all-star. But that's why we say, like, he's all-star caliber player. Um, but he said, Jamal said that he wanted to play against Dallas in the final game before the all-star break. So he was ready to rock before this period. Hopefully he's even more so. Everything's good to go, checks out, and he scores 24 tomorrow night against Cleveland. And, and it's, it's all a good. non-story. And it's a non-story. But it will right? be a story until it's not. That's right. That's right. And it will be a big concern, and it should be, because you're not going anywhere without him. Right. So we'll see what it looks like tomorrow night. But, you know, there is there is increased pressure on Jokic right now. Everyone knows he's going to win MVP right Just here. Just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. Stay healthy. That's all we need. Yep. And we're coasting to the finish line here. Oh, it's going to be a busy month. 23 games left. It's going to go like that, and we're going to get – next thing you know, it's going to be the quick little play-in tournament, and the Nuggets will be the number one seed if all things uh, stay the same, and we'll see who that eight-seed eight, eight seed matchup is. And yeah, as we get it. closer, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it as it comes into focus. So, um, Okay. We'll circle back to this a little bit later because uh, there's a couple follow-up questions and some pieces of audio that we didn't get to that I think uh, we'll have fun reacting to. But in the meantime – is there a mystery candidate in the Broncos defensive coordinator search? I got some guesses. That's next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. Uh oh. God, I remember the song came out. It's middle school. Nelly? Like Teen Town. Yeah, Nelly, Nelly's on his Jagged Edge. Okay. So, like, that was when the Harlem Shake was in? Yeah. Like, get like a like little circle around you at Teen Town. Oh. You, you could throw the shirt up over your head. Oh, gosh. Shake it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What would it, like, how pale were you back then? I could just imagine. Oh, my God. Like, oh, blinding us with that pale team. belly. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh. The, the lights were low. Right. Okay. But I was kind of glow in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Here comes Casper. Let's go, Casper. <laughs> Let's see it. Take it off. Take it off. Uh, is there a mystery candidate <sighs> in the Broncos defensive coordinator search? Our guy D-Mac came in here and said birdies are chirping that there could be a mystery candidate. And we kind of talked about this with the coaching search because we it was supposed to be a mystery candidate in the coaching search. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there were some fallback plans um, in the coaching search. And, and certainly they, there was some mystery candidates that, like, oh, they interviewed David Shaw. I didn't know he was a candidate. Like, right. stuff just happened, right, that we didn't even know about, names that we didn't even know about. And I think there was some more in the – in the background that so we never really heard about. Um, and they didn't have to go there because the whole Sean Payton thing ended up uh, working out. So, but yeah, mystery candidate here. Okay. I mean, this is just kind of where we are, right? Broncos land. This is mm-hmm. who we are now. That Right. Th- okay. This is kind of par for the course. <laughs> exactly. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> mystery candidate. Well, as we talked about, like, if you're a mystery candidate, you kind of have to be a big name to be a mystery candidate. Like you're not, it's not going to be someone you never heard of if you're a mystery candidate. That's that's a little bit underwhelming. So hey, there's a mystery candidate. Oh, it's you know so and so that you never heard of, assistant defensive coordinator, you know, for the Texans. Like it, it implies. Well, that it's I like, think D Mac did say it was a big name. Yeah, I thought yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, he did. So he did. Because name. a mystery candidate could be anyone, Zach. Really, 
But I mean, it, it really it, could. But it, I feel that like it's someone that we don't know. It would only be a mystery candidate if it was like a big reveal. That's what it feels like for me. If you were, okay. if you were kind of like not a no one, but if you were like someone that was just like not going to be on ESPN on the bottom ticker, yeah. like like well, why would you be a mystery candidate? You're just a candidate because we didn't know about it. Like mystery candidate to me is like we don't know. Like this guy's in the dark. Like he doesn't have to be a big name. It's just like someone that we haven't heard of. But I understand what you're saying. I got it. It's cool. You got some guesses. Well, I got a few that we can throw out there. Yeah. Okay, let's just throw some names out there. Some of them are bigger names than others. Um, let's start with uh, Mike Zimmer, right up the road here. We've talked about a lot about Mike Zimmer. We've heard his name kind of floated out there before with different scenarios. And he's up at Boulder. Sean Payton's already mentioned him. They worked together before with Bill Parcells, so he knows him really well. Um, that's a name just to throw out there. That, that could be a, a mystery candidate. Um Someone said, I think Kisner said, Marvin Lewis um, is a is a mystery candidate. I think so, right? The the defensive coordinator with me with the Ravens yep. went on to be a longtime head coach with Cincy. Yep. That would be a mystery candidate. How about local here, Chuck Pagano? Mm. Uh, a guy that was um, the head coach, been a defensive coordinator with the Ravens, head coach with the Colts. Throw his brother in there, who I mentioned um, a couple weeks ago. John Pagano. Love it. The guy that ran off the sidelines and got in my way in 2012 when we were playing the Chargers and um, cost me from walking down quitting Jammer. Um, I got to see a video guy, of this. John Pagano. I got to see a video um, of that. And so uh, throw him in the mix, too. He's, he was a longtime NFL coach. He coached here a few years ago, linebackers coach, I believe. Um, and he was a defensive coordinator there in San Diego uh with the Chargers back in uh, 2012 early, uh, so I don't know how long he was there for. But so that's another name. Um, yeah, he was, he was a DC of the Chargers for uh, 2012 through 16. Yeah, so nice stretch uh, as a coordinator. His last stop was here in Denver as outside linebackers coach. That was his last coaching stop. 2021 was his final year. Yeah, took last year off. Uh, so I think that's a name. Also, it. <sighs> Uh, that, that's I'm trying to think of any other name. That's all I got. Do you have any other names that you that could be a mystery candidate? Uh, you know, I'll, top of your... I'll, I'll throw out Wade Phillips. You know, just because I know he's been okay. wanting to get back into coaching right. to the degree that he's in the XFL, I'd be willing to bet if he got an NFL job that he'd be bailing pretty quickly I on think the so. yes. you know, gamblers um, and and transition to the yeah. Broncos would probably be easy decision. Yes, for for, for, uh, for I Coach think Phillips. So. Yeah, um, but I'll just throw him in there, even though he's currently employed. Uh, Look, it's a mystery candidate. So, yeah, you know, it's not like certainly. Yes, put him in the mix then. I like that one. Anyone else mystery candidate? I, I just can't. I can't. And, and you know, you, you, I think you said it well earlier. You were talking about DMAC um, also was uh, saying this about Rex Ryan. I just don't think you can hire Vance, okay? So I'm taking him out of the equation. Uh, Rex Ryan. If you loved him and you wanted him, why is it not done? And it could be done just like that. I mean, it should be simple. You've already had the interview three, four days ago, and like, okay, we love him. Let's just go. We don't need to interview anybody else. Why? Right. What are we waiting for? Right? It's a good question. So then my mind goes to, well, maybe they loved him, and, you know, he wants too much money. How could, too much, how, how could it be too much money here? That I I I got it. I'm just throwing out. I'm not saying. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there sure. as a possibility. Sure. Right. I mean, everyone has a limit. I mean, do you want to pay Rex Ryan six million dollars a year to be your coordinator? Absolutely not. Right. 
So I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if it's not. I, I I'm just throwing that as a possibility of why maybe it's not done yet. Is he just wants too much money? I don't know what he's making at ESPN. I'll guess. I'll say two and a half million dollars. Yeah, probably a few million bucks. Maybe he wants to be the highest paid defensive coordinator in the league, and they just don't want to make him um, pay him that much. I don't know. I, w- I would think that would be silly yeah. in our situation. You know why? Because we're rich, right? <laughs> so who cares? <laughs> right. You feel me? Like yeah. So I would think that would be silly for us if that's the guy we wanted yeah. to say we're not going to pay you $6 bucks a year. We shouldn't care because we're rich. And it's an important position. You're not talking about paying your outside linebackers right. coach $4 bucks. And if you like him, you just pay him and get it done. You're trying to get this thing back fixed, and uh, money shouldn't be an object here. I'm just throwing that out there is maybe that's a reason why uh, it hasn't gotten done. I would say that's probably not the case. I'll say, I'll say this just for me, Mike Zimmer, Marvin Lewis, Chuck or John Pagano, Rex Ryan, because they are established because they have each had success to, to a certain degree on their own. I, I, I would be A-OK, and I know I sound like almost like the Hall of Fame five quarterback. Like, give me any one of them. Yeah. But when you're interviewing, uh, you know, names like Vance Joseph, I go, Ugh. Vance or Mike Zimmer? Vance or Marvin Lewis? Vance or Chuck Pagano? Like, give me the other guy. So I know I'm kind of casting a wide net, but if news broke that the Broncos were hiring Mike Zimmer, I got real substance to draw from that this could be a good defense under him. And same with Marvin Lewis. And same with Chuck Pagano. Agree. Agree. Um that, you know, I just think that the ship has sailed here with Vance. It just can't. Just, it's too soon. Maybe in five, six, seven years. It just like he's got to go do better somewhere else. Right. Before we rehire him again. Like what happened the first time we hired him to be our head coach? It wasn't good. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. Be so mean. Just, it just wasn't good. You don't have to yeah. be so mean. No, no, just, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the work result was a disaster. I know it was. The Broncos were, were the most nice. blown out team in football. Just wasn't good, right? It was a disaster. Okay, yes, we all agree on that. It was terrible. Uh, below, not good. And now, now you're going to turn around when we're trying to get this thing back fixed and hire him again Ugh. to be your defensive coordinator? Ugh. You just you just can't. Some things you just can't do. Can't do right? it. Right? And maybe he's a better coach and... You just can't do it. You got to stay away from it. There's other candidates out there. Um, I got another one. Do you do? What about Lovey Smith? Lovey, forgot about him. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, just he's got real experience. Um, last right. coach the Houston Texans, kind of admirably, sort of taking it on the chin, almost uh, in a year that you knew you weren't going anywhere. And he was their defensive coordinator the year before, though, right? He was associate head coach in D.C., yes, okay. sir. Okay, yeah, I mean, that would be certainly a name. He's been a longtime coach. He was a longtime NFL coach, went to the college ranks for a little bit. I think he was head coach at Illinois yep. for a little bit. And um, I don't know what style of a defense he runs. Uh, he's from that Tony Dungy um, cover two defense where it's it's a 4-3 defense. I don't know if he's changed at all or not. Um but that's not who we're built to be, right? You know, right? But I, I don't, I don't know his philosophies now. I just know that's kind of when you think of Lovey Smith, I think of that four three with Erlacher in the middle, and then a cover two defense and Tony Dungy, same type of style. That's we're a three four, and we're not a cover two team. So I don't know if that would mess with our personnel. But put him on the list, certainly. Mystery candidates. Yep. 
I like it. I like it. Keep them coming. All right. Good stuff there. Uh, what is the Broncos' plan this season for a position that they may have mishandled a year ago? That's coming up next.